Hello everyone, this is Chanel Hancock of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast, episode 13, Language Dipping. And if it's highly effective to do when learning languages. Well, I have to say, I am somebody that enjoys language dipping. Mainly because it's one of those experiences you can have where you can spend a week up to even 8 weeks or 12 weeks learning a particular language such as in the case of myself when I decided to learn Brazilian Portuguese for 6 weeks just to see if I would like it. I did learn something about the culture, the people, the history, the language. I did learn some basic phrases here and there. The really interesting part about it was that I made a lot of cool friends, but I was motivated for the wrong reasons to learn it. I wanted to speak to a friend of mine that's in the polyglot community at the end of December, and I thought that it would be a good idea for me to learn his language. Well, that wasn't really a strong enough motivation stickler for me. So six weeks came and went and I actually found myself going through two years of Brazilian Portuguese on my Memorize app, listening to Portuguese SBS radio news program, which My passive learning in the language was very high. My active learning, which was the speaking part, was very low. And I mostly found myself having my Italian and my Spanish bleed into my Portuguese. And that's what made me stop and think, okay, will I be able to use this language? Would it be effective for me down the road? I might be able to speak to people from Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, Sao Paulo, other cities within Brazil, within South America itself. But would I be able to go out on the street, find someone that speaks Brazilian Portuguese here in Akron and have a a small conversation with them? Probably not. So I decided after six weeks to stop. Um, learning it all together. Now, did it um, make my language learning journey of that language a waste of time? No, I got some things out of it. I did remember some information from, you know, attempting to learn it in six weeks, which was a great thing. I mean, I could still say some things. However, It wasn't something that was a long-term goal. And I like to have long-term goals because I might want to get to like a lower intermediate level and speak in a language and then build on it afterwards if I study for three months straight. Plus, I was studying Italian, Dutch, and French at the time, and I wanted to focus on those languages. So... I found myself giving it up entirely 
But that does not mean because I gave up Brazilian Portuguese in regards to wanting to speak it that I would want to not still communicate with my friends who I met as a result of me learning the language. And I I thank my friends from Brazil for welcoming me into um, their language community, their lives. I I really appreciate that. And I mean, they didn't want me to stop speaking it. They thought that my speaking it wasn't bad at all. You know, however, I felt personally that I wanted to concentrate on the other three languages. And I even went as far as to drop Dutch for a little bit and just concentrate on Italian and French. And that's what I've been doing since March of this year. And I plan on still pursuing um, Italian to a low intermediate level, speaking it, even though my passive learning is high. And what I mean by passive learning is when you are absorbing information by listening to a large chunk of information all the time, every day for like an hour to two hours at a time. Um, so I do do this um, process by listening to the news, listening to um, podcasts that interest me, um, whether it's political, whether it's sports, whether it's fashion, so forth and so on. And right now I am using my Michelle Thomas French in order to get to a... Um, high A2 level going into a B1 level because by the end of the year I would like to be able to speak at a B1 going into a B2 level in French. Um, The other thing that I want to do is get my listening comprehension to a high level and so yeah I did a little bit of dipping and right now I am doing some dipping into Polish Norwegian and Swedish and I've downloaded year one of Polish um, Swedish Norwegian and Turkish and I just finished the first level of Turkish and Norwegian last night and I said I would do a little bit every day you know just to build up my vocabulary however you know If I don't activate it right now, that's okay. Dipping into languages helps you get a better understanding of the language itself, how it works, if it's similar to any other language that you have learned, you know, and you get to learn something about the people, the culture, the history, and because I like politics, sports, fashion, film, theater, literature, and and cooking. Um, those are the, in business, um, those are the areas that I'm going to be tackling as far as the vocabulary is concerned for each language. And it'd be something that I'm able to talk about and I will cover the weather because I find I am talking about the weather a lot with some of my friends that speak Russian and speak Spanish and French and Italian and, um, at the moment, I don't have very many friends that speak Dutch um, on here that I can speak with. So that's just a language that I'm just 
you know, passively learning at the moment. But dipping is a very good thing. I encourage it. You know, if you feel that the language that you want to learn, um, you might not want to learn it for another year or two, but you just want to take a look at it. I encourage that because it gives you the opportunity to be able to um, see if this is the language you want to do. And that doesn't mean that you have to stick with it. If you don't like it, then you can say you at least tried it to see if you liked it. You didn't like it. You don't have to worry about it. It's not something that you have to commit to 100%. And I want everyone to know that. You can try a language out if you don't like it. You can change your mind at any time. It's not the end all or be all of your existence. If you don't continue with it. You didn't fail. You tried it. It's like trying a car out. And you you get halfway down the street. And you realize this isn't the car for me. So you turn, you, you turn into a parking lot. Turn around and drive the car back to the car dealership and let the people know this isn't the car for me. Can I see another car? And you do this until you find the right car. And then when you find the right car, that's the one you stick with. And it's the same with languages. You know, I've decided that I'm going to try out Turkish and see how that goes. But I also know that next year I'm dedicating myself for a whole year to Egyptian Arabic. And I want to get to a low intermediate, which would be a 2010 level here in the States. And it would be a B1 level on the European framework scale. And I want to be able to speak at that. So I'm going to take four months for A1, four months for A2, and four months for B1. And... You know, I'm going to practice every single day, and I'm even going to learn the Braille code for Arabic so I can read in Arabic. And, I mean, i got to remember that I have to read backwards so it's from right to left instead of left to right, but that's okay. I can live with that. Um, you know, and I'll be able to write in Arabic and read in Arabic. And then, you know, I'm also going to um, start tomorrow learn the braille code for French and you know start writing in that language I didn't do it for Russian um mainly because I just wanted to speak it but yeah I'm thinking about learning it for for French and and for um Arabic but you know when I get to Chinese I'll learn those characters in braille and when I do Japanese I'll do the same thing because I might want to start reading like Japanese magazines or Japanese comic books you know and um, see how that goes um, however yeah there's nothing wrong with dipping I do it all the time I could say right now I want to speak Norwegian and then dip in it for like a month or two and be like okay Maybe I don't want to dip into Norwegian after all. But the fact that I tried it to see if this is what I would want to pursue, that's fine. But it's not something that needs to be permanent. And so I posed this question to everybody out there in the podcast. Would you want to dip or not dip into a language? Do you think it would be beneficial for you? To be able to dip or not dip. 
I like to dip, but once I do, if I like it, I'll keep I'll keep with it. You know, and I know that I am going to do Swedish and Polish, and I am going to do Chinese and Japanese along with Arabic. So, I know that I have about six languages I'm committed to out of eight. The Norwegian and the Turkish, I'll see. But this is something that a lot of people don't really know if they like it or not. But that doesn't mean, okay, you can say, okay, I want to do six months of Swedish. Okay, so I'll start from January 1st to my birthday on nothing but Swedish. Okay, fine. Let's see if I can get up to a B1 or high A2 in Swedish. Okay, fine. Um, okay. And that's speaking it. So if I can get to a high level in, in that amount of time, that's fine. I mean, it took me that amount of time to get to an A2 level in Russian when I first started. And now I'm at a B2 level and it's, you know, going on almost four years come March 15th of next year. So, I mean, now I can watch the news and I can watch movies and and enjoy them. And yes, of course, I still need to learn idioms and I still need to learn certain slang, but that's okay. You know, if if you like to dip into something because there's certain parts of it you like or you just want to be able to speak certain areas of the language, like you want to talk about the weather or you want to talk about your family, your friends, your work, simple stuff. And then you want to get to stuff like, okay, I want to talk about business and politics and fashion. Okay, fine. Then pick the vocabulary you want and learn it. You know, I mean, that doesn't mean you have to master the entire language. It just means there's certain parts of it you enjoy. Just like with Spanish, for example, I like food and dancing and music. And so those are the parts of Spanish that I like. I might not speak it all the time. I can speak it. I've proven that I can speak it. But, you know, I enjoy Russian. I enjoy French. I am falling in love with Arabic and Chinese and Japanese because of movies and and, and TV shows, so forth and so on. So, I mean, you know, we have a high concentration of Japanese, Taiwanese, Korean, Vietnamese, and Chinese people in Akron. And so I said, I want to learn Japanese to a basic level like an A2B1. And I want to learn Chinese for the same reason. Okay, I might not be like um, certain polyglots that I know that are at a C1, C2. and But I know someone that's been studying Chinese for 11 years and that's because they enjoy it. You know, and they have a degree in Chinese. But if you love something bad enough and you want to dip into it because that's something you've always wanted to do and it comes out that you enjoy it, stick with it because that's going to be the language for you. Um, so, yeah, I just want to end this by saying language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. On Anchor.fm, Spotify, 
Google Play, Apple iTunes, Breaker, Audio Podcasts, Stitcher, Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast, and I hope to see you guys in the next episode with questions to your language learning journey. Dosvidanya Sim. Paka, paka. Jatu merci tout le monde un la lingua communauté. Hasta luego muchachas y muchachos en el lingua comunidad. Arrivederci a tutti en el lingua comunidad. Hoy mi friendin in the Italian community. Assalamu alaikum. Sayonara. Way. Shukran. Tak Chichis Goodbye everybody Until next time